0: Melissa P. Dunn, brand strategist, speaker, and success coach, has managed her business under the philosophy that you can raise profits while also raising awareness. You're going to get to meet and see her right after this quick intro. Whoa, 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 why y'all go do No, charvette mitchell is on the radio it's time to get motivated excited and influenced why it's the charvette mitchell radio show live from richmond virginia and now here to motivate excite and influence you charvette charvette mitchell Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting live, live, all across the Internet, but from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia. We are so excited for all of you that are tuning in live uh, from wherever you are, hanging out with us in Facebook. Hey, Facebook, my Facebook personal page, my Facebook business page. Hey, girl, hey, my Facebook group. Certainly those that are watching from YouTube, we appreciate you. Periscope, go ahead and give me some hearts. We love you over there. And certainly Twitter. Some of you are hanging out on Twitter. And you know the goal of my show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And we're going to do just that today. So welcome to all those. Hello, uh, Toya. Thank you for popping on in and saying hello already. Hey, Sabrina Page, one of my amazing clients. Check out Sis Motivation. Check her out. Check her out. Hello, Sherelle. I'm excited. We're going to be chatting tomorrow. And of course, one of my amazing clients, platform builders, uh, all the way from Wakanda. <laughs> comedian, Wendy Lee, also known as Quiet Storm. So welcome for all those that are coming on in. If you're brand new to me, I'm Charvette Mitchell, and I work with safe, service-based female entrepreneurs to help them build their online platforms and personal brands so that their platforms generate more cash. And one of the ways that I do that is with this amazing platform and this amazing show. Again, so much love coming in. Hello, Tony M. Winston. Thank you for popping on in. She is a speaker and an MC at my ump.com. Coming pop up conference. And hello, hello, Minister Deirdre is going to be a featured guest coming up on the show in just a couple of weeks. And so let me jump right on in. Let me jump right on in. Go ahead and share this out. I'm sure I am positive that something is going to be said that someone on your timeline needs to hear. Go ahead and share this out right now or or tag uh, a biz bestie and say, you need to come listen to this. So my guest is hanging out. She's ready. She's been hanging out in the virtual green room. We are bringing up to the mic Melissa P. Dunn. Again, she is a small business owner, and a community activist who has devoted her career uh, to promoting economic stimulus, health and wellness, and quality of life issues throughout South Florida. Melissa has degree in sociology and an MBA. She is the founder of Hibiscus Kids Leadership Academy, which provides mentorship to Lauder Lauder Hill high, high school girls. Melissa has worked extensively in the healthcare industry. You're going to get to hear all about that. And guess what? She is running for Lauder Hill City Commissioner seat two, And she took time out just to stop by to say hello to us. I'm bringing her up to the mic live on the Charvette Mitchell radio show. Welcome, Melissa. Hey, Charvette. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited to have you. Listen, so much love coming on in. Hey girl, Hayes are just coming all across uh, the internet and the interwebs. <laughs> Thank you, ladies, so much for being here. That's my sister, Kim, my blood sister. Hey, Kim. Yes. And my mom. can hey, do this love love it. Mom. <laughs> Hey there. All right. So let's let's chat. Let's roll back the time and talk about how you even got started in business. Where did that start for you? Wow, I actually
1: didn't start my career out as an entrepreneur. I started my career out working in fashion back in the day in New York. Yes, I actually worked at Calvin Klein Jeans. I started working with them in 2000 and worked my way through the ranks, got promoted to become in charge of logistics for Warnico. So we had Chaps by Ralph Lauren, Calvin Klein Jeans, Calvin Klein Underwear. And yeah, my job was to make sure that all the logistics for the city was handled for all of the brands.
0: Wow. And so hence brand strategist. Yes, <laughs>
1: yes. Well, you know, it was such an interesting time in my life because I was in my 20s. I was single. I was living in New York City. You know, it was, it was a really good time. And I had the opportunity to learn I think that's where I learned to think globally.
0: Mm, talk when about you, that, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, you know, my boss was a, um, a, a a man, a white male, that was in charge of global facilities for all of the Warnaco brands, several different countries, several different companies. We're talking millions and millions of assets. And I, I learned by watching him. I learned by watching another man um, who was in charge of logistics, getting goods in and out of the factory in Turkey and in, 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 um, in China, you know? Yeah. And so sometimes when you really want to learn what's possible, it's it's important for you to put yourself in spaces where
0: you can learn from people who are doing big business. Oh, that's so good. That's a good yeah. nugget. Somebody should should write that down. Hey, CC, who, who put NY fashion up? That's a good nugget. Make sure you, you tag or give Melissa the credit uh, for that. Wonderful and And even now, you know with the pandemic that's going on, but people are mm-hmm. online, everything's virtual, how much more important is it for us to think globally, even if it's a small business?
1: For sure, for sure. I think a lot of times we, we pigeonhole ourselves. And we limit what we think is possible based on our own imagination. Right. But if you expose yourself to people who are doing bigger and better things, then you can only learn.
0: You can only learn. And Mm -hmm. so now walk us from, okay, this this high profile fashion life in New York. What were the what were the next steps that really your life and your journey took?
1: Well, I, my life actually changed because I lost a dear friend of mine to breast cancer. Mm -hmm. Um, we were roommates, we were partners in crime and I think prior to her illness, I was like a lot of 20 year olds, young and, you know, carefree and a little bit Mm self-centered and then watching her struggle. You know she was uninsured at the time
0: so Mm. she delayed
1: making decisions about her health because she was worried about money and i think watching her go through that supporting her through that really put me in a space where i got to want to be compassionate and empathetic and um so when i was working at calvin klein jeans Mm -hmm. um an american cancer society person called You know, you know, they always call for people to participate in the walk. Yeah, well, my colleagues knew that I was dealing with this loss. Yeah. And so they transferred the person to my line. And I started volunteering at the American Cancer Society. And within two or three years, they asked me to come and work for them.
0: Mm. Um,
1: And so I left my cushy, well-paying job. That I have to tell you was a pretty boss for a twenty-year-old, you know, in the twenties to be doing all that. It was pretty boss, but I left it and I went and sat in a cubicle. I took a forty-thousand-dollar pay cut. I went mm-hmm. to work at the American Cancer Society, running a breast and cervical cancer treatment program um, for women like my friends. Mm-hmm. Had we known about it, that program could have saved her life. Wow! And that's when my journey towards service began.
0: Wow, and you've had definitely an extensive uh amount of um you know with the healthcare industry and um, all kinds of you know in your full bio you guys if you're hanging out at Sharvet.com you can you can check it out there and get a link to that. Um and so healthcare, big issue, big topic, you know, all over the place, certainly with COVID. Um yeah. You know, and 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 also with small businesses, a lot of times people will um, not go into business full time, and the main thing that they will say is, "I'm scared of how I'm going to handle healthcare."
1: Yeah, I'm going to hold on to those benefits. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. still a huge issue, and I I really do believe that healthcare is a right.
0: Mm-hmm. hmm
1: And um, and I had the opportunity every day. For Lord, how long was I, well, I worked with ACS as a volunteer while I worked at Calvin Klein Jeans, and then I switched over and worked with them full-time. So I think I was involved with the agency totally for about six to seven years as a volunteer, then running the cancer program, then becoming a director um, in the Manhattan office. And so my entire life was really dedicated to serving others service. Then I got
0: tired of being cold girl. I'm like, let's go Miami. So then South Florida was calling your name, South Florida was calling your name. And how did you, and so then you ended up in South Florida. And um, certainly I want to definitely hear a little bit about your, uh, you got a couple things, but the Hibiscus Kids Leadership Academy. Talk to us about that.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I actually before I tell you about Hibiscus Girls, I, I gotta kind of tell you how that whole thing started. So after mm-hmm. I left ACS, I, I started working with an ad agency um, in Miami. Mm-hmm. And during that time, I again, you know, was doing um, work for on the agency side, but working with nonprofits. And then when the, when the earthquake hit in Haiti, Um, By this time, I had been going to Haiti several times, um, maybe once a year on a a mission trip or, you know, going to Haiti, going to Jamaica. Mm -hmm. And then when the earthquake in Haiti happened, um, I decided, you know what, I'm going to go to Haiti. And so I went and I gathered a whole bunch of information, a whole bunch of information. goods and like I traveled through the Dominican Republic took the hey Natasha I traveled through the Dominican Republic took the bus into Haiti and that's kind of where the hibiscus project started um I ended up adopting a school in Helma in 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 Haiti in a section of Port-au-Prince called Delma Mm -hmm. and um And so I was doing that very informally for a number of years while working at the agency. And then I went on to get my MBA, went to work for Cleveland Clinic. And so I was always informally helping children in one way, shape, or another. But then um, I decided that at some point it made sense for me to formalize it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So fast fast forward now. I am, you know, now I am not on my own. I have my own agency and I'm the president of the local chamber of commerce. And we started doing a program that honored women. Mm -hmm. And after doing that program for a number of years, I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's time for me to add on mentoring girls. And that's how we formally gave birth to the Hibiscus Girls Leadership Program. Um, And it's a part of the foundation that I started in, in memory of my son called the Uriel Wisdom Foundation.
0: Mm, wonderful. Well, I'm so glad that you took us through this journey and welcome to all those that are coming in and popping in. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show and we're, we're chatting it up here with Melissa P. Dunn. Um, and what I love is that a lot of times when we think of service and we think of picking up and going to Haiti and and doing all of the things, you know, stepping in, volunteering, a lot of times we think service is, well, I'm just gonna let Oprah, the, the Oprahs of the world, you know, build schools. And I'm gonna let, you know, the Bill Gates of the world give back but it sounds like to me, your philosophy is like like one person can help impact. Like go do what yes. you. Yes, yeah. yes, yes.
1: I believe you know that um, that song that says the power of one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna bore y'all by trying to sing it, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, I do believe that we really have a responsibility to become the change that we want to see in the world. Mm-hmm. It's not up to you, it's really up to me, and mm-hmm. if everybody thought like that, then imagine how much better the world will be
0: imagine, imagine, and so your agency, um even in this space of branding and all of that, is still a form of service mm-hmm. I, I would say
1: <laughs> yeah 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 it is and you know i'm I'm really particular. Uh, as I know you are too, about mm-hmm. who you work with. It's not just any and anybody because when you're, when you're creative, it takes mm-hmm. a lot of energy. Yeah. And so it's really, for me anyways, it's important for me to work with people who I know are committed to being a source of change. Yeah. Someone that's committed to impacting lives and transforming communities. Right. And so I'm very intentional about that. And, you know, money is, is beautiful It's necessary. It's important. I love it. But I love it because of what it would allow me to do for others and what it would allow me to do for my family. Right.
0: Good. Yes.
1: So and so um, abundance is a cycle of giving and receiving. And so you're giving to me right now and I'm grateful for that.
0: Yeah, and I had the same opportunity to be on the amazing uh, Done Morning Show. So some of you guys are hanging out here, uh, saw us hanging out together uh, online. Mm-hmm. And so um, we're going to take a quick commercial break. But I want to segue by saying that you are actually, you know, we, we set this all up kind of your background to talk about you're running for Lauder Hill City Commissioner. Um, and so when we come back, I want to talk about what is a city commissioner? Does every city have one? And yeah. uh, hear a little bit about um, your mission and all of that. And I think this is such a great conversation um, from a small business owner standpoint. Um, And we have a lot of small business owners listening in and and checking us out. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. I'm going to have you hang back out in the virtual studio. (laughs) All right. All right. We're going to be back again if you're popping in um, and you're like, what's going on? I'm Charvette Mitchell, the host of the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. And we are doing an interview spotlight as we always do every single week. Melissa P. Dunn has been hanging out with us. So we are going to take a quick commercial break. Don't you move. Don't you go anywhere. We're going to be right back. A quick commercial there a quick little video vignette for the fifth annual pop-up conference my signature boutique style conference that happens in the capital city of richmond virginia every year and guess what we are going to be live live in person uh at the four points uh by sheraton richmond airport we have double the size of the ballroom that we need so we have social distancing but listen we are Preparing amazing things. We just finished up the announcements for the speakers, uh, and so I just announced the Friday keynote speaker. I'm so excited. Um, if you're familiar with the brand, a Mess in a Bottle, uh, Khalila Wright is going to be with us. But listen, listen, all of my speakers. Let me just let me just show you. All of my speakers are beautiful. I just gotta say, I just gotta say, I don't know how I ended up. So lucky, um, but all of my speakers are beautiful. So again, jump over to Hey Girl Hey Hey Girl Hey Biz, and uh, register. Some of our speakers are hanging out with us. If you are a speaker, just put hashtag speaker. If you're listening live. Uh, or in the replay, and uh, we look to see you. And 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 we have a mobile app for the conference, so you can download that at HeyGirlHey dot uh, biz, and it'll give you the full schedule, all the speakers' pictures and bios, and all that good stuff. All right, so let's jump back on into our conversation. Yes, thank you, Toya. So cool, loving it. Thank you, thank you, Kizzy. Uh, so glad to have you guys hanging out with us. Let's bring our guest back up into the virtual studio. Uh, We're excited. Uh, Again, Melissa P. Dunn, uh, MBA, so excited to have you. Melissa, while people are listening and watching, uh, let them know where they can connect with you online.
1: Sure. Well, I am running for commissioner, as you mentioned, for Lauderhill City Commission for seat number two. And that website is vote the number four done com, And um, I would love for you to connect with me there in particular, whether you live in Lauderhill or not, just to learn more about me. And perhaps you'd like to volunteer. Um, it's election season right now, and yeah. um, if you haven't already registered to vote, if you're in the state of Florida, the governor actually extended the deadline to register, so you can still register to vote, mm-hmm. like, right, right now, yeah. um, and, and so it's important for us to all be active, and so um, I would love to have people sign up to volunteer to do phone banking, or if you're local and you want to canvass, that would be great, too, and of course, oh, donations are always welcome
0: always welcome, always welcome. And so, um, yes, uh, register and wherever you are, wherever you are, register, register, register. Uh, shout out to pastor Michelle Claiborne. I see her listening saying hashtag speaker. We're excited to have her. So, um, what, what was the catalyst though? I want to hear what, cause it's one thing to volunteer. It's one thing to make an impact, but what was the catalyst to say, okay, I'm going to get into a political office.
1: Well, you know, I have been serving this community for a number of years through the Chamber of Commerce, being on the board and serving as president. Mm. And during that time, I recognized that if you want true change, you have to build coalition. Mm. And oftentimes the leader of coalitions is really a government agency. Right. And in order for you to really kind of drive things or be a part of a transformational movement, you have to sit at the table.
0: So true. And
1: yeah. And so when the idea was suggested to me to run by multiple people, I was like, you know what? Let's do it. I am such a I'm, I'm such a believer in, um, hmm. not to get spiritual, but I'm gonna go there. See, because go. I know- Because I know who and whose I am, and because I know where my abundance flows, Mm -hmm. and because I understand the greatness and the calling that's there for my life, oftentimes channels open up. And Mm. when they do open up, not just by one person, but by two or by three, you got to either say yes, or you got to sit down somewhere and stop complaining.
0: Hashtag stop complaining. Do something. <laughs> stop complaining. Uh, so and you, that, my
1: dear, is the yeah. truth. Uh, so yeah. I decided, you know what? Let me be a part of the process and let me open myself up to be used in a way that I know would, would serve me in the sense that I've grown so much through this process. Mm-hmm. But also serve the community in the sense that I know that I am the right person for the job.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: I'm prepared to do the work.
0: Mm. And so what does a city commissioner do?
1: Well, a city commissioner really basically is like a policymaker for the city. Um, They they make decisions around policy, around zoning. Um, So, for example, if um, a business is looking to move into a particular community, sometimes they have to go in front of the commission to talk about their plans. And then the commission will then make a decision about that. They make decisions about the budget.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, They make decisions about property taxes. And, and so um, that's really what's important. so if we are as concerned as I know we are as Americans about the direction of our economy, about the direction of our public health, about the direction of our, um, of our um, social justice, if you yeah. will, then local government plays a huge role in all of that. So it's important, obviously, for us to be aware politically and vote at the top level in terms of the president. But I would and, you know, we need to handle that. Yes. But in addition to that, I think it's important for us to pay attention to the senators and the House of Representatives and and bring it all the way down to your city council people. Because really and truly the city council is who. Um, works with the, the police chief. Okay So if gonna you are, drop some nuggets here for you guys. <laughs> okay So if you are not pleased with your police department, then you need to go down there and get active in city hall. You need to find out who your commissioners are. you need to find out how your city who your city council people are. But those of you who are watching in Chicago, you need to find out who your ombud, ombudsmen are mm. and, and get involved in local politics. Be aware of the issues and make your voice known. Make your voice known. Because here's the thing, it's a covenant, right? When they come and they knock on your door, and right now I'm knocking on people's door. Mm. And I'm saying, I want you to vote for me because I am committed to lowering property taxes. I'm committing to create safer neighborhoods. I'm committed to working with the school board and working with the principals to improve our schools and I'm, I'm committed to making Lauder Hill a prosperous community for all of us, right? I'm knocking on your door and I'm saying, this is my commitment to you. Well, when you vote for me, mm-hmm. you're saying, Melissa, I trust you to honor that commitment. And when I accept your vote and God willing, I'll be able to go and sit on the dais and get sworn in as, as your commissioner, you and I are now in covenant. Yeah. So the first step is getting me into office. The second step now is working with me and working with the rest of the commission and the staff and the city manager to transform the community in a better way for all of us. So it's not just the government, right? It's government, it's residents, it's small business owners, it's big business owners. It's stay at home moms. All of us mm-hmm. are intertwined in this ecosystem called community.
0: Yeah, yeah. And community, I think, really is the key theme that we all should be focused on. Um, And certainly those that are watching and listening in, this is not a political show but we feel this is my show. I can feature who I want to feature and I can talk about what I want to talk about. Um and so I just think that you bring a really great perspective from a business woman perspective. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be dealing with zoning and it's re- and it's related to a business or the taxes and all of that, so I just I really think this is a great opportunity um just for you to be able to shine and really to help, you know, the community from the lens that you are coming from. Um and oh, that, you know, your politics
1: I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you, but for any small business person in America who refuses to understand politics, I I will challenge you to stretch yourself beyond that limited mind frame Mm -hmm. because the rules and the policies that come out of City Hall affect your business tax, it affects the, the zoning department, it affects the kind of signage that you can put up. And I'm on the planning and zoning board. In fact, I have a board meeting right after this call. All of that is going to affect you as a business owner. And so you, I believe, business owners, small businesses in particular, are the backbone of our community. Yes. And so we have to work collaboratively. So don't say that the school is not your problem. It's your opportunity. hmm Because if we want to create a pipeline of educated, confident, kind, loving, generous employees to serve our customers, we need to pay attention to the schools in our town.
0: Because everything has a ripple effect. Everything has a ripple effect. All right. Well, the goal of my show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And my last question is, what continues to motivate you?
1: Wow, what continues to motivate me is this idea that we can all create whatever it is that we want to create Mm -hmm. and that each of us have a responsibility to do it. So I am right now leaning into my practice with my prayers, my meditation, um, sitting still and really kind of allowing um, spirit to guide me Mm-hmm. to guide those steps. And so that's really what mm-hmm. keeps me grounded.
0: Awesome. Well said. Well said. Well, we wish you much continued success. I know you've got uh, a lot of irons in the fire, um, the done morning show. Do you feel like that will continue when yes, so will listen, you in an
1: you, girl, I see you're doing some stuff with your show? I am definitely taking notes right <laughs> now. We're doing the done wisdom morning show, but it's, it's, you know, we started it during the pandemic as a way to, um, like, literally, the government shut down this week. Next week, we were on the air five days a week. And um, we are kind of thinking about whether we want to continue five days a week, if maybe we want to do one day a week. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm I'm definitely taking note of how you run your show here as Mm -hmm. well. You're very inspiring to us.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we uh, will keep our eye out on everything that's going on with you. And thank you so much for stopping by. Thank
1: you for allowing me to share my message on your platform.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, listeners. Again, another amazing show, as we always do. Again, the goal is to motivate, excite, and influence. And we bring you guests that do just that. If you're brand new to me and you're like, I don't even know who you are. I'm Charvette Mitchell. I work with service-based female entrepreneurs to help them build their online brands and personal brands um, so that their platforms generate more cash and more revenue. And I do that in a couple of ways with my consulting services. They really focus on your visibility and your marketing, your content marketing, your visual branding, and all of that good stuff. And so that's why uh, uh, one of the reasons why I host uh, my pop-up conference, which is Every year, We're in the fifth year, and I'm looking forward to having you guys live, live in Richmond. No, there is not a virtual option. Um, We will be live, live. We'll be socially distanced and safe. Um, Only a limited number of tickets, um, but we're excited uh, to have you guys. Certainly, you can jump over to charvet.com. Some of you are already listening and watching from charvet.com. That'll give you all of the guest information and contact uh, things, and you can see what's coming up. And if you missed any past shows, you can go back and listen to them. Uh, Thank you for all those that have been hanging out with us thank you toya who's been scribing throughout the show and all those that are watching from uh youtube periscope facebook all across facebook give me some hearts periscope give us some hearts uh youtube you know you can give hearts you can say something too as well (laughs) all right guys we're gonna check you out later thank you so much for being here and um just being amazing guests and we'll see you later on the internet